Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, welcome back to the Confident Woman Podcast. Today, we are talking about the power of vulnerability. When I hear vulnerability, I think of like, not a good thing, like a wuss almost, like someone that's vulnerable. Used to think that way, I guess. And it hasn't really been probably till like recent years that I've really like empowered like the power of vulnerability and what that can do for somebody. So we just want to talk about how that can show up in your life and how it can be a very beneficial thing. Yes. Vulnerability is such a big deal. I think for for me personally too, because when you have that power of vulnerability, it's actually, it's like, what it means. It's a power. It's like a superhero kind of thing that you own and it's only yours to have. So vulnerability, kind of what you had said is you thought it was like this wussy weakness. Yeah. I thought the same thing too. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know where this like myth came from, but growing up, it's like, I didn't, I was afraid to cry. I was afraid to show well, emotions. Like I was afraid to yeah. ask for help. I was just like, I didn't want to put myself out there because I always felt like I was going to be judged or something. Like nobody wants to look like a wuss. Well, I think it's the verbiage of it, how we use it too. Cause I grew up playing sports. So whenever yeah. we look at scouting reports, it was always like, where are they vulnerable? So where can we- Yeah, like their where weaknesses. Can we, yeah, where can we exploit their vulnerabilities and do that? So I think like the verbiage we hear it at, used as growing up makes us think like, it's I can't have any way. vulnerabilities. I don't want anyone to be able to exploit me in any way or have any <laughs> weakness at all. Yeah, so. that was uh, same. same. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like, you hear this and it's like, well, you always want to put on this tough front. Like, I don't want to be weak. I don't want to show any signs of like that I'm, broken or need improvement or any of that stuff. But what I've learned along my journey is that it becomes a magnet. It becomes a badge of honor. It Mm -hmm. becomes like the shield of like courage and bravery. Because when you actually own who you are, you're showing up for not only just yourself, but for others. And it gives them the courage to take off their armor of, you know, perfection or their toughness, their hard exterior, and kind of just really connect at your like soul level. That was deep. So deep. Yes. But, and it's true because we're not just mm -hmm. like, we tend to play on the surface with a lot of stuff, even in personal, professional areas. We're afraid to get deep on levels because we don't want to appear broken or damaged. And Mm -hmm. if you know me, like have met me personally, I'm freaking deep. Yeah. (laughs) I get told I'm too deep. I'm like, okay, hold on. Let me, let me come up a little bit. But it's, it's something that I had learned through my experiences, like just by opening up. Cause I used to be not even, I would scratch the surface. I never even played on the surface because I was Mm -hmm. so like, just afraid. Yeah. So I think like vulnerability attracts people. Because I, I think they so too. feel like, I mean, there's people that I've looked up to in my life that I almost felt I couldn't have a conversation with because they're like too, like perfect. Like we wouldn't relate on anything because their life's totally different than mine. They don't have anything going on wrong in their life or they've never been through any struggle or anything like that because sometimes people just put on that persona. But I know like for me, like anytime I've ever seen somebody that I really, really looked up to that was, had a certain level of success in anything and you see their, their vulnerability or like what they struggle with, it makes it more, like it empowers you and encourages you. And I feel like people realize that. And so, so looking at some of these 
people that I'd looked up to before, sometimes like seeing a grown man like cry about a story of something that has happened. And I'm like, holy crow, like he, you know, like is a real person that has real life things happening as well. It's not this fixed image of what I look like see him as. Right. Or, it br- it breaks us down to like a human level. Right. And it it desensitizes and what's the the humanizes us. Yeah. And so we don't put that out there that we have to have it all together. And and I think kind of piggybacking off of a, a few of our previous episodes where we put on these masks thinking that we have to have it all together and we don't develop deep connections that we as human beings really, really need. Yeah, they're just superficial, hey, like- Right, but it's kind of like taking a look in in the mirror and realizing like, you know you want more. And it's like, okay, well, instead of expecting somebody else to to fulfill that, you have to kind of take off your own mask and, and ask yourself like, what am I really after? Like, what if I just show up? What's the worst case that happens? Like, maybe somebody mm-hmm. doesn't like me. Well, you know, you got all the people in the world. I mean- you're not going to please everybody. (laughs) And so when you kind of take that approach, it's like, okay, well, it's harder to wear the personas and masks that other people expect of you. But if you just are one person and you just show up, it's a lot easier to live life that way. And I think just for me, it was so heavy carrying all those things. And I had to like pull out my like Santa Claus sack of like toys and masks and like displays and things that I had to set up just to be in the company and companionship of other people. And it was freaking exhausting carrying all that and Mm -hmm. switching up things. So when I just took it all off and I just said, this is me. Mm -hmm. And so when we show up, we get to be seen, we get to have the permission, we're giving other people permission to do that as well. Mm -hmm. For example, just the other day, I mean, I I was uh, chatting with a girlfriend, she came over and she's like, you know, can I share something with you? And I was like, absolutely. Mm. Like, please do. Like, you know, I'm all about the the vulnerability. And so she really opened up and shared something. And then it allowed for us to take that relationship to a different level. And now it becomes, you're able to have that sense of camaraderie and Mm -hmm. trustworthiness. And now we as people are able to connect more so than just pretending we have it all together. Yeah. And anything we're self-conscious of or feel vulnerable with anyways isn't going to go away unless you do talk to somebody about it or relate to somebody or grow from that or whatever. You just have to work at it. But so many people, I think, like put a, this is something that's a struggle in my mindset about why I believe X, Y, Z or whatever, which is a, a limiting belief or flaw or something that is in my mind that I need to overcome. But most people just slap a Band-Aid on that and are like, oh, we're just going to pretend that doesn't exist or whatever. I'm just going to go through that. Versus if you actually were to be around people that maybe have gone through that same thing or you're able to talk through maybe why that is a belief that you have or whatever, you could be less vulnerable in that specific area because you can learn and grow. So I think it's like vulnerabilities, you got to kind of have to define like, are they self-inflicted vulnerabilities or... Fear-based. Yeah. So I don't know. And I think too, for me, a lot like with business is the more vulnerable I've become, I feel like the more business I've attracted because people- They see that. Yeah. Because I used to have this persona that like everything's perfect. Everything's wonderful in my life. Everything's great. X, Y, Z, this, this, this. And I feel like over the past few years, I've been lucky that I've had mentors in my life that have taught me the power of being- Because I used to like lead with my highlights. Like I used to like 
like meet with people and like lead with like, this is what I've accomplished, blah, 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 blah. Right. You can too, you know, <laughs> like whatever it is. We see way too much of that, especially <laughs> and, in social media these yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my and gosh. I had a, one of my mentors, we had a phone conversation one day and he was like, hey, I just want to let you know, no one cares about your accomplishments. He's like, people are going to relate way more to what you suck at and what you failed at. And they're going to be more related to you that way and see like, wow, if that's what happened. And then she was able to, then the highlights come later. Like, this is who I am. This is what happens. But through that, you can still accomplish a certain thing. Right. That's what people relate to. And I feel like same thing too, when I listen to any speakers that I ever listened to or anything, when I, you, sometimes we put these people on a pedestal. I mean, you and I both love Tony Robbins. So I'm mm-hmm. saying like, I always think about like, anytime like you hear his story about like vulnerability of where he started and like that moment when he went to run on the beach and decided like, this is, I'm, you know what I mean? Like you look at Tony Robbins and you wouldn't think that he ever. No, exactly. <laughs> these it, things, but it's like, okay, if he went through that, and got to the level of success he is, I can go through what I'm going through and make it a little more successful than where I'm at right now. Right. And I think that that all comes down to like, again, having those realistic expectations because we see the highlight reels of people and we, we put them on those pedestals and they're just not even relatable. Like mm-hmm. the gap between where you're at versus what they're showing you, it's just unrealistic. But when they actually share the journey that it took to get to where they're at, all of a sudden you start to see yourself in there. Mm-hmm. And then it almost that that's part of the journey of vulnerability is that you become relatable with that person. You see yourself, you're able to kind of break down those barriers and the the limiting beliefs and the lies and stuff that we tell ourselves. And like I said, it gives other people permission to do the same. Yeah. You're and, more powerful. Right. It becomes that power. Mm-hmm. You become a magnet. You, you're giving, you're instilling courage into other people to do that as well. So I don't know. I think for me, living on the flip side from being a perfectionist to embracing the power of vulnerability, I choose the power of vulnerability mm-hmm. because it's so much more freeing. Because like I said, you just show up as you are. I mean, if you follow me, any of that stuff, it's sure, I'll show some of my highlight reels because mm-hmm. I want to show both sides of me. Right. And right now, I, I have a low right low light reel, R-E-A-L, <laughs> because it's it's about owning your, kind of owning the suck <laughs> so that you can grow and learn from it. Yeah. And then other people take notice of how you did it and they want to do it as well. And I feel like that's the important learning factor because yeah. this is how I've modeled it from other people as well. Look at people's successes and I don't say, wow, must be nice. My question is, show me how you did it because I, I want to learn. Yeah. I want to know how all the failures you've done as well. Right. Because we definitely limit ourselves when we don't. Most people are like keeping themselves where they are in their life, not growing or propelling forward because they are refusing to acknowledge the vulnerabilities in their life and owning them. (laughs) And I think that's what, me personally, I know that was definitely a thing. Years and years of like holding myself back because I refuse to show any weakness or believe that I even had anything or whatever. But then that's the whole like imposter syndrome too though. Because then in the back of your mind, you're like, this isn't real this isn't exactly the truth what I'm portraying right now or whatever. So I think I'm just way more attracted to people um, in person or like as a speaker or as a whatever, someone to look up for or look up to, or even on social media. 
I go through on social media all the time and see people that I'm, I don't even know how I followed them, but like I'll <laughs> unfollow them and I'm like, who, what is this garbage? Like, right. this is like, you can, I just want, if you're you can smell it, right I mean, now, it's so obvious. Yeah. You could call their BS from yeah. like miles away. So if you're listening right now and you're one of those people that has this like highlight reel and tells how great your life is and never has a vulnerable moment, we know. It's we a really lie. know and we're way more <laughs> turned off by that. So stop. <laughs> Yeah, just just own it because, like I said, you're going to attract powerful, a lot yeah. more people because you're going to become more relatable. You take yourself off this pedestal because, I mean, frankly, it's lonely when you sit on a pedestal and you're just kind of looking down at people like, oh, I got my life together. Yeah. And it's like, but you don't. Yeah. Be real. Yeah. And same thing with that exact same conversation that that mentor had with me one day about like, who cares? That's definitely, that's exactly. like 100% my attitude when I look at certain people. I'm like, no one cares about like right. this, like how whatever wonderful that you think your life is. So whenever we talk about social media, I feel like I always have to disclaim because like I'm somebody that like, I definitely keep it positive and I keep it, I do keep it real. Like I'll say things that are going on, but I I feel like in saying that, that doesn't mean like to go be a negative Nancy on your timeline and then complain about yeah. everything that happens to you. And we don't want to hear every problem you have, but maybe like something that you're going through that you're proud that you've overcome or yeah. something like that. I always feel like I have to disclaim that because then people are like, so I should just never be positive online because it's not real. I'm like, be you. Yeah. But you don't have to glamour, glamorize, is that a word? Yeah, glamorize everything. Or whatever, because no, like people watching don't have any context of what's going on. So we think, I don't know. And I think that's something myself personally over the past, like maybe year I've discovered, because I used to like look at everything on on social media and think it was- Take it at face value. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, sh- shoot. Like there, and I'm like, okay, that's a lie. Yeah. I was just reading somebody's <laughs> post the other day about the perfectionism of what relationships are. And you see all these like- perfect smiley happy <laughs> couples and you just feel like you're on like some drug tv commercial or something like that and you're just like listen if you're like in any relationship drug relationship <laughs> not performance <laughs> but like you know how they show you like this yeah. happy life but it's like if you're in any relationship you can smell that bs from like miles away it's like listen when you bring two people to the table, there's always going to be some sort of a difference, a conflict. Right. You know, so it, it's not exactly how it how it appears. And I think for kind of sake of social media, we can have those highlight reels. But for me, when I share mine, there's always a backstory because I want people to see where it yeah. came from. I think that's important. And it's funny, I always notice that a good rule of thumb, I guess, that I don't know if this is a theory or something that I just made up in my mind. Maybe it's real. But I always feel like the more people post about a certain thing, the less real it is. So if you're posting every single day about your boyfriend and how wonderful he is every single day, I know your boyfriend You're sucks. trying to convince yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's not, like you're trying to convince you, not the yeah, rest of yeah. us. Or the more you post about your business every single day, it's not doing that well. Because if it was doing that well, you wouldn't have time to post about your business every single day. Or just certain things. So I just like noted, like when people are posting certain things every day, I'm like, you're wishing this into existence. And yeah, you're only not, adding so. to the problem of what social media can yeah. collapse, the whole perfectionism there. Right. So that was fun. Some vulnerability. I think we could talk more about that at another time in different. I think I would like to talk more about it in like specific areas for it. I'd like to talk more fun, about so. it in our Facebook group. Yes. I think that would be great. So if you have something that you want to share that's vulnerable, hop on over to the Confident Woman podcast. 
Facebook group and we have a ton of women in there and we're just all there to support you. So show up, be seen, because that's what we're all about, keeping it real and raw. Till next time. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.